Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since the year 1971. I'm your host, Davis Carroll, and I'm joined by my color friend, color man, and good friend, the incomparable Cameron, Cameron Kasperzak. We're broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Studio, housed in the bowels of the Harold Milton Student Center right here on the campus of Auburn University. It's a beautiful, I'd say it's spring. It's kind of hot, so maybe summer morning at about 67 right now, maybe. We would like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Oak Lake Megaplex, as well from around the world. However you, however you may be tuning in to us today, whether that be from your terrestrial radio antenna at Weagle 91.1 FM or from the information superhighway at WeagleFM.com or your podcast player of choice. After the fact, we are happy to have you in here at the booth with us for Auburn's only drive time morning show. And today, for the first segment, maybe the second segment, we'll see how it goes. We have a very special guest, Dr. Me- uh, Morgan Yorty, correct? That is correct. Let me get your mic up a little bit. Okay, and... She is, are you, are you the head of the sound program? Are you, actually, can you scoop to the mic a little bit closer? Yeah. There you go. I, I wouldn't say I'm the head of the sound program. There's a couple For of the factors. purpose of the radio show right here. Which, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. Yes, I, no. I, um, I, along with a few of my colleagues, Ann Lambert, Cassidy Jones, we are part of the sound program that developed it, and other faculty within the College of Nursing are also participating in the program. So we're a group effort and absolutely love the opportunity. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the sound program? First of all, how you got to be working with the sound program, if you'd like, or you can just go ahead and tell us straight about the sound program. (laughs) Well, sound is sensory outreach under nursing direction. And about a year and a half ago, I had the opportunity to work with some amazing faculty at another SEC school. Um, at the University of Arkansas and their nursing program. And we kind of co-collaborated to work on sensory initiatives. We are already in outreach working um, with Tiger Babies Breastfeeding Support and other outreach initiatives. And we decided to kind of build these programs to incorporate more family outreach across Auburn's campus in our community. So the sound program kind of came out from other outreach initiatives, and we were noticing that more and more children, of course, attend events. Um, And since 2020, we are seeing more, you know, get out there and really come into the community and really participate. So we wanted to provide opportunities for those that might have sensory sensitivities to come and partake in the event, whether it's a football game like A-Day this weekend or Auburn City Fest, which is in a couple of weeks, that they may enjoy it. But if they have some kind of sensitivity during that event, they can take a break, come join us in sound, and hopefully be able to return to their family uh, with their families to that community outreach. So how exactly does sound work? So if someone's having sensory issues, they can come to sound. Right. It's, it's a location at whatever the event is. That's right. So we have different areas set up. So over, I guess, this past few winter months, we had a room set up during gymnastics meets because I don't know if you've been to the gymnastics meet, but they yeah, can get a little loud. They're a little loud, a lot of fun. And um, we had a room set up in the first aid station where where families could come. So we noticed that a lot of community events, of course, uh, are outside. So we have what's called a SAV, or sensory activation vehicle, 
which is a really cool trailer. I'd love for you guys to come out there and look at the trailer because it has really cool sensory items within it. So we will be transporting this trailer out and it is just a very large space that people can enter into if they need like kind of a dark space, something to desynthesize and really like calm themselves. If it's not a space they need. Maybe they just need some headsets because mm -hmm. it's just loud and overstimulating. Um, we can also, outside of the trailer, we have tables set up that they can, uh, families and um, participants can just grab some headsets and wear them. And then we clean them after each use. Okay. So. And I know, so you're, you're saying, uh, is this specifically for children? Because I know there's some also also are like teenagers and adults that also have sensory right, issues, whether it be right. for different reasons or whatever it may be. Or even if someone just gets overwhelmed, could they come to sound to come absolutely. hang out, kind of de uh, decompress for a minute? Yes, absolutely. We welcome everyone here. We've seen more children. Mm -hmm. Um, however, we have the capabilities to work with those that are experiencing sensitivities from a young age all the way up into adulthood as well as older adults. So, yes, it is open to all. Awesome. Yeah. So, so far you're going to be at A-Day. We're going to be at A-Day. And uh, hopefully the weather will permit. Yeah. I mean, you but you know. have the trailer, so you can hang out in the trailer. We got the trailer. We got the trailer. So uh, And we got umbrellas okay. to go to and from the trailer. So we'll, parked, we'll be parked outside of Gate 1. Okay. Um, so, yes. The trailer in the trailer has AC and heat function. I don't think we'll need the heat, but <laughs> <laughs> we might need the air conditioning. Uh, we'll be at um, a Special Olympics event at Smith Station next week, which we're super excited about. And um, another large event that we'll be at is Auburn City Fest, mm -hmm. which is you know a huge um, event um, held at Kiesel Park at the end of the month. Good time. So eight a game, excited. So y'all planning for next year, are y'all planning to try to be at like most events, if not all? So like football games in general, basketball, gymnastics, or are you just kind of sticking to what you have right now? So uh, this spring, we kind of were piloting the mm -hmm. gymnastics meets um, and just seeing if we have some good turnout. We'll definitely be um, this fall, hopefully. I guess I shouldn't ever say definitely. You just never know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I, I'm a big proponent of that. Yes. I, I won't. Ever, I don't ever say anything too set in stone. We hope to be. I'll say it that way. We hope to be at um, the football games mm -hmm. um, and have that capability be able to be there because we know it is also very loud and overstimulating yes. at football games. So we'll, we um, anticipate being there. Um, some other events, you know, some – Events like uh, baseball or track and field or softball or tennis, of course, we will entertain that idea. If, mm -hmm. if you know, those athletic departments or athletic coaches and staff think that there would be a need, usually those events um, do have a lot of family attendance, but they're also, um, you know, in an outdoor space that's kind of spread out. So, Hopefully, we can work with those groups as well to see if we um, could work with them. Um, basketball, I hope that we will be able to really bring the SAV or still use our room in the um, first aid office. 
So, I mean, there's just a lot of excitement about it. So we're almost taking it one step at a time. So Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Yes. So what would you say to someone who may not be affected by these sensory issues, who doesn't really understand why this is so important or why this should be a priority that we should uh, tackle? Well, we know that um, there are many out there that have certain diagnoses that have sensory sensitivities. Many such as autism and ADHD, there is a high chance that they have also sensory sensitivities. But there are also children out there that don't have a diagnosis or families or parents as well or grandparents that also might be experiencing a lot of anxiety, especially since for a couple of years, we were almost closed off from others because of the COVID-19 pandemic and re-entering big community events and big atmospheres, atmosphere, sorry, can be really overwhelming. So sometimes that heightened noise or heightened lights really just hurts people. Um, you can he- see people like cover their ears or squint their eyes. And that's a little bit different from just possibly just saying, oh, it's a little loud right now. Um, so I think just the awareness that others might be affected by this sensory overstimulation and that there are ways around it that you can really engage in that event, have fun, but take a step back away and kind of desynthesize. Yeah. So did I answer your question? Yes, definitely. Good. Yeah. It's a good Thank question. You. Good. So in your SAV... Or I guess in the room as well, you mentioned sensory devices. This might sound like a weird question, but like, (laughs) not do you have a favorite one, but like, what are some of the devices and like, which one's the most interesting to you, I guess, if if they are really interesting in themselves? Well, I think they're very interesting. I, I'm a go-to for a bubble wall. Mm -hmm. So. Oh yeah. Like you're pushing like the, like, it's like. It's kind of like, um, a, a texture wall that has like color and, and. Um, the wall kind of transitions so you can touch it and we can link Bluetooth to it. So you can like kind of play music that kind of is very calming and the color changes. We need that in here. That sounds cool. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I think it would be awesome in here. Although your space is pretty darn cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our walls are covered right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of neat because you can touch each tile and it changes color. And again, we can hook up um, music to it that is very calming and maybe I'll change to all blue or maybe yellows. Um, We also have um, almost what I kind of looks like a lava lamp but again another bubbly um um item on the wall that i swear i could sit in our beanbag chairs in the room and just stare at it for hours because it's very calming and soothing um, we have tons of beanbag chairs which of course is a huge plus mm-hmm. um, a beanbag chair kind of like makes you feel comforted yeah i mean like you're being hugged being hugged, yes. Good time. I yes. love being bed chairs. Oh, they're great. It's hard to get out of them the older <laughs> you get. <laughs> it's like a waterbed. It's a, impossible to get out of. Well, I've never been in a waterbed, but I I'm been a, on one. Overrated. Overrated. His, oh, no. He was filling out an apartment form. I was asking if he had a waterbed on the form. It's a liability. I, I feel get, like if it pops, 
You flooded the whole apartment. It's crazy. I would think it would like tear up everything if it. Yeah, they're hard to install too, but but in the staff we do not have a water bed. Unfortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> but we do have beanbag chairs that, like like you said, kind of hug you, and it's just kind of it's very comforting. It's you know uh, low light in there, just really soothing. We also have um, some handheld items, some of those type. And you might have them now, uh, fidget spinners yeah. and fidget items and little worm things that yeah. are a huge hit. My nieces love those. Oh, my goodness. They are, like, super popular. And they're just ideal. You can just sit and yeah. hang out with your fidget clicker and really calm yourself. So fun stuff in the SAV. Uh, I really enjoy it. Sounds that. like a cool, cool spot. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very cool for the sound program to have and very cool to have a sound program in general. Yes. Do y'all have any other programs that you're looking to start or is like you're sticking with sound right now or any other ideas that are on the horizon for issues like this one? Well, um, well, we do have something very excited, exciting that we're adding to the sound program. So the College of Nursing already has an animal assisted therapy program, um, which is called Caring Paws, mm-hmm. and we go – Across campus, throughout the university itself, of course, and then in, out in the community. And we are getting a another member to assist with the sound program. And this is a, um, a purpose-bred, and it will be a purpose-trained golden retriever oh. um, that we will incorporate into the sound program once the dog is of age. Mm-hmm. So usually if you're going – utilize animals for our therapy programs we want them to be at least a year old so the puppy is coming this weekend unfortunately it won't be at a day um (laughs) but i think that's going to be really exciting as we are building this program we can incorporate other evidence-based methods to help people and animal therapy is one method so very cool very excited Well, with that, we're going to have to go to our first PSA break. So, we'll be right back. Hopefully with Dr. Yordi here, if she has to go. We, we, we can see if we have any more to talk about with this. But we're going to hear the sound PSA, of course, right after this. You'll listen to Compact Discourse. We'll be right back in about two minutes. So, we'll see you then. Welcome back into Compact Discourse here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm still your host, Davis, and we're still joined by Dr. Yordi and, of course, Dr. Kasperzak. I'm just kidding. Just not, came not today. Yet. We got not a couple yet. more years. But, yeah, we're still back here with Dr. Yordi. Uh, we got some more to talk about sound. Or we can just talk in general. She's 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 a natural on the radio, it seems. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you're doing pretty well. You could you could come on. You're you're on faculty at Auburn, correct? I am. You could have your own show here. I, there we go. I, it would be fun. Yeah. It would be interesting. What music do you think you'd play? Oh, or you gosh. could have a talk show. Well, hmm. I kind of like some since I'm a product of the late '70s. I would love some '80s and '90s music. I'll I'll admit that. Who are your who would who would you like? Abba. 
Oh shit, they were in the seventies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, that's they, they're playing on the radio. 70s. Okay, I'm that's sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, wow, Michael what Jackson. Did, what did you listen to Bing Crosby. <laughs> Come on, Davis. <laughs> I know that kind of hurt. You cut my, me mom real deep. my 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 mom my mom's around the same time. She likes ABBA. That's that's all I was basing it off of. Okay, well I have to admit that like growing up young young Morgan Yorty, you know, like elementary school Morgan Yorty, I love some Cindy Lauper. Okay. There we go. I play yeah. Cindy Lauper. Do you? Yeah. Pop style. Pop style. Tuesdays at four. There you go. <laughs> Tuesdays at four. Okay. I'll have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I like some Cindy Lauper. I mean, just the 80s music is fun. It yeah, is fun. Definitely. It's a good time. A lot of synth. Yeah. Right? That's like, that's when it was like blowing up. So you're saying like Cindy Lauper's, it's the Cindy Lauper show you're going to have. Maybe Cindy Lauper. I used to love Madonna. Okay. There we go. You know. Wham? Is that in that's the 80s? Wham was My 80s. mom was a big Wham fan. Yeah. Wham was definitely some eighties. Um, um, was it culture? Um, oh gosh, I can't even think right now. Goodness gracious! Well, Mike MJ, Mike Jack, Mike Jack. That was I a mean, trivia question last night. Some what old Michael Jackson. I have to admit, like growing up, the Thriller video. It's terrifying. It was scary. I they used to come on MTV or whatever. Yes. That whatever would play music videos as a kid. I remember I saw it and I hid under yes. a blanket. And my <laughs> so parents scary. were like, "Come and watch this." And it, yeah, he turns into a werewolf. It's so scary. I remember the first time I saw that. I was at like my parents' work, and my cousin, my parents, and my uh, uncles and aunts all worked together. And my cousin like pulled me into her mom's office, and she was like, "Watch this!" And it was a thrill music video. And I was like, "Taylor, what was that?" <laughs> it's probably the scariest music video I've ever seen. It's pretty frightening. I mean, but he, they had some good dance moves. As oh, a kid, yeah. it As was at least like watching it now. They're like, "Oh, these these zombies are rocking." Yeah, yeah they're they, they're having a good old time. Well, and like nowadays, you know, I have younger children, and they their whole TV shows that they watch are like zombies. Mm-hmm. What is it? Zombies movies or zombies and cheerleaders. I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah. are you talking about, is it a Disney one? Yes. Oh, I don't remember what that's called. Uh, yes. I definitely like can see it in my I head. can picture like what they're wearing. Yeah, yeah. I have siblings yes. too and they're like, I, I, I don't know what it's called. So I'm like, I wonder if I showed them Thriller, would they be scared? <laughs> or they're like, Mom, I watch this all the time. I, I mean, feel like the werewolf was the scary part of Thriller for me. I feel like the scary... Just, they were dancing zombies. It wasn't that scary. I feel like the scary part was Michael Jackson just, like, trying to interact with people. He was like, <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you know... Here's a fun fact about Michael Jackson. Uh, he wanted to be Spider-Man so... He wanted to play Spider-Man in a movie so bad, he offered to buy Marvel. What? <laughs> and he, they, like, he was like, I'll give you a billion dollars to let me play. Or I'll give you a billion dollars to let me play Spider-Man. That's and it almost happened. So there's an heart. alternate universe where there's a Spider-Man movie made, not with Tobey Maguire, but with Michael Jackson so, like, as Spider-Man. The multiverse oh. is Yeah, we have to Michael go find Jackson. it. That would be interesting. How long do you think until like they do that with AI? <laughs> oh, Not stop. Long. That stuff is scary. It is. It is. Kind of That's what we, Cameron and I always talk about how scary. We, we, the conversation <laughs> always devolves into AI. How last, does this uh, like two shows ago, we were joking that we were having the AI write our scripts for the show. Ooh. We were calling it CDGPT. That's why we always talk mm-hmm. about AIs because the AI is writing the script. Yeah, it's, and it always it Because <laughs> ChatGPT. We just threw in CD. It was a whole thing. Well, AI is not at the sound program. There Thankfully. are real Yay. people there. There are real people there. Real For now. Stop. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How 9000 is going to be running the sound program soon? No, no. Always real people. And that will be like an always. always. That's good. That's uh, good. Nurses, nursing students, child life. Yeah. That would be not scary. AI. My mom said, you're doing great, first of all. Oh, thanks. She also says, you sound young. 
Oh, so gosh. you don't have to worry. So the Abba <laughs> comment from me, I, I apologize again. She also said Culture Club. Is that? Yeah, yes. That's who you're referring to. That's who I was referring. And she also to. called said called zombies. I'm guessing the show. So she's coming in and answering all our questions. She's an AI, actually. This is an AI <laughs> bot I have on my phone that answers all the questions we don't have. Thank you, Mom. She's a big fan of the show. Seems like she's a big fan of you. You're naturally should have a show on Weagle, basically, is what I'm hearing. Ah, interesting. <laughs> and, you know, it could be interesting. Like I said, it could be very interesting. It's a good time. It's a grand old time here. Mm-hmm. It's my fourth year here. This is Cameron's second? My, third? Year? What? How long have you been at Weagle? Been at Weagle. Um, well, I started doing like marketing stuff fresh my first semester. It's my second year. Okay, there you go. Very cool. This is my first time here. Yeah, it might not be the last. It might not be Who the knows? last. Maybe I will get re-invited. Yeah, it might be. Open invite CD. Oh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, Weagle does have a lot of events, and they certainly do get loud. Okay. So, the sound oh, yeah. the sound program could think about. Because like we have concerts and stuff, I'm not sure how many kids are going to those though. Yeah, I don't know. So that. maybe, hey, but it's not just for kids. It's yeah, for right. all. That's true. That's true. That's know? true. I think. And nowadays, like you know, music, especially if you're out at concerts or mm-hmm. different places, I mean, it is like ridiculous loud. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you might need a little bit of a buffer, like a headset that kind of mutes it a little bit. I mean, it doesn't lose the vibe. Yeah. I mean, you can still listen, but it's not as like, whoo. Have you ever yeah, seen right. those, like it's like a club, but you just wear, all you wear headphones, yeah. you listen to music separately? Yes. So um, we were um, at spring break on a cruise and it was one of those like, yeah, silent. Um, silent raves. I think yeah. Silent, ra- yes. And I was having a ball, dancing, yeah. looking like a fool. Do you all listen to the same music? No, like or you can just choose what you want to listen no, to. No, it was different stations. Oh, so like uh, our different genres of music. So of course, pop. Yeah, I mean, you know, and my children, I think, chose like country because you know I don't Interesting know what choice. stage okay. they're in, and. And it was kind of fun, and I'm like jamming out, and they're like bopping to the side, like slow. Yeah, <laughs> like, so I was thinking about like yeah, like someone's listening to like classical music, and they're like they're doing like a pirouette or whatever it's called, I and like then like it. someone's like head thrashing, so they're listening to metal. I I I like to just observe one of these sound yeah. waves, yes. just like sit on a perch and watch everybody dance. Well, they have like a DJ, and I guess they were sending it to the headset. Oh. so I bet their view was hilarious, like. Hmm. They were probably internally laughing at us. And you're you're probably not deaf by the end of the night. No, from the, you can like turn up or turn base. down the volume. It was it was really fun. It's cool. I need that in my life because I get clowned for wearing earplugs to concerts. You should because you you'll should, be yeah. if you go to enough concerts, you'll probably be deaf. Because I went to Hangout Festival last year and I I had my earplugs on me the entire time because I was sitting right right next to their right. speakers. These are like speakers that are like bigger than they're taller than me, and I'm standing right next to them. It's it's wow. crazy when they're like they're so loud they're like. They shake your whole body yeah. because of the bass. Yeah. They make your yes. stomach hurt. Yeah. And I think of like little ears, like little people's ears that Ooh, might yes. be attending, you know, some events. And I'm like, oh, just put a headset. Yeah. They can still hear some sound, but it is just so loud. Yes. All those decibels going up. But it is very bad for ears. Yeah. I don't know. It's advisable to wear earplugs to concerts, I think. It is advisable. Because yeah. I'm always trying to get to the front of the concert. Yeah. 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 I don't want to be deaf. Yeah, I'm already kind of 
Yeah, part of hearing sometimes. Even when I saw, I saw the weekend in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and it's like that's a ginormous stadium. But even then, like, it's still so loud when you're so far away from the right. speakers. I couldn't even imagine the people that were like right next to it. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to say about the sound program before we go to our next PSA break? Well, um, we love, um, you know, having opportunities for people to come out to different events. Um, we are going to be at 8A, hopefully, rain permitting. Um, and if it's raining, you know, just bring an umbrella, bring some galoshes. Um, we will have the sound set up there or the SAV set up there. We anticipate an hour before a day game and we will stay till a day concludes. I think it's usually like, I don't know, two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Maybe they run for about an hour or two. Um, and Auburn city fest will be out there as well. So during the whole duration, so I'll be good. I think, um, we have some amazing faculty and some even more amazing students that are also going to work these events to just give back. So very excited. Awesome. All right. So. All right. Well, we want to thank Dr. Yordi for coming on and thank telling you. us so much about the sound program. Uh, I can't tell you to go check out the sound program, but think about maybe doing some do you have a website or anything or a way they can go look up more about y'all so if you go to the college of nursing website on auburn university's website we have a whole outreach page so you can see all the different events that we have that are coming up that might fit into your needs awesome all right well thank you to dr yordy for that you can go online check out more about the sound program and you can stick here right here with compact discourse to hear more from your two favorite hosts and maybe third host one day for Dr. Yordi if she comes on back. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back into Compact Discourse. Might not like the first few seconds of that comeback, but it's okay because we're back here. It is 8.37. We heard a secret song, almost gave away what the secret song was. Who but knows? We don't know what we'll it was. It could have been Cindy Lauper. Who, who knows? It probably was Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I think definitely. About it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so definitely was. It's not like, I'm sure dad has a ton of Cindy Lauper songs in it now that I'm saying the that. People don't know who dad is. Stop talking about dad. They don't know. I'm sure our system that they plays. They got no idea. It's for it's for the listeners. There is no system. There's a little guy in the back that doc that That's, jockeys yeah, he's the Dad. Discs. His name is Dad. Dad is the disc jockey. <laughs> All right, Cameron. What have you been up to recently? What have I been up to? Or uh, do you want to talk about like Lord of the Rings or something? I I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Actually, I did see it like in middle elementary. We were school. riffing about Gandalf coming back. I what tried... happens if he died again? That's yeah. What what <laughs> what, ha- what does like I want to know like an in universe like lore because he he went from gray to white. What is he next? Like black. I feel like that's regressing. I feel like he was black before he was gray. Mm. Oh, he's getting like lighter. Yeah, I just feel like those like In- you, but it, you can't be like Gandalf, like the blue or Gandalf anything. the invisible. He has to be like a mute color. Gandalf the beige. Beige. I feel like that could work. Like, yeah, I feel like it has to be a mute color. I feel like yeah. S- Saruman's wearing white though. You know him? He wore white. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was. He but was then, the bad guy. But then he's he went going, evil. 
with over the ball, the <laughs> yeah. Palantir is what it's called. Yeah, it's kind of weird because like I haven't seen these movies in a while, and I used to play the Shadow Mordor games, but like these words have stuck in my mind. Like I just said Palantir, and I've heard that two times in twenty-one years of my life. It's good writing. It, it J.R.R. Tolkien knows what he was doing, man. Do you think him or George Martin won the epic rap battle? Ooh, I haven't seen that one in a while. We just watched it Friday. What do you mean? You were there. Oh, I must not have been listening. Wow. I'll say J.R.R. Oh, I, w- I was there. Yeah, it's Tolkien. You even stole my R.R. Yeah, it's Tolkien. There you go. You yeah. know, Tolkien used to be a linguistics professor. I, I very much believe that. And then he was like, I'm going to make my own fake language. And then he wrote, yeah. and then he was like, I'm going to come up with the most in-depth lore you could ever imagine. He has like a book. What's it called? The Cimmerillion? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And it's just like, oh, yeah, here's all the lore. I think, like, I, I heard somewhere, it was a TikTok, uh, of course, and they were talking about how, like, he wrote The Hobbit, and then he, like, retroactively just, like, fit everything into that. Yes. Because The Hobbit was, like, such a, like, a silly little, a little yeah, 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 and then, like, right after that, I was like, oh, and they had slaves. Sauron is here to kill us all. <laughs> Sauron's scary. Could you imagine, like, being a kid as they were coming out and be like, Oh, David, it's I love the Hobbit. It's so yeah. fun. There's Gandalf and this little Hobbit guy. And, oh my God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the trolls turned to stone because they were riffing too much. Yeah. They're like, oh, how are we gonna eat over like this? Like, yeah. See, the Hobbit was awesome. Hobbit is the a Lord good of the book. Rings is bull. Uh, maybe. Whoa. Okay, maybe. Actually, I I took that back as soon as I said because the last time I tried to read it, I was in fourth grade. The Lord of the Rings. I haven't read them. <laughs> what? <laughs> but they. They are good books. I'm sure they're good books, but like they're not silly and whimsical well, like The Hobbit. Yeah, was. yeah, no, they're not. Like oh. The Hobbit is like fun. It's, it's a fun good time. And goofy. It's a good time. Yeah. He's so riddles to get the ring. <laughs> it's so awesome. Speaking of riddles, yeah, we were talking about it on the way over here. Okay, in 1964 or whatever, whatever the year it was with Adam uh, West, yes, Batman. my famous novel, 1964. <laughs> Adam West, uh, Adam West, Batman. They're facing. They faced a lot of riddles themselves. And they you were did. talking about how you want Batman to be want, whimsical again. I want Batman to be silly and fun again. I want him to be campy. I think the Lego Batman movie kind of hit that on the head really well. But I want, I want the fun, silly little outfits. I want the colorful, you know, colorful outfits and costumes. I, I want the silly scenarios. Oh, Joker put a bomb on a shark and it's gonna swim into the bay. And it's- <laughs> I got some riddles from the the 60s Batman. Okay, let's see if I can solve them. Which president of the United States wore the biggest hat? Abraham Lincoln? The one with the biggest head. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? The one with the biggest head. Uh, That's not a riddle. Okay, what's the next one? (laughs) What has neither nails or bones but has four fingers and a thumb? That one's actually a riddle. Okay, let me think. Four fingers and a thumb, no nails or bones. Fingers and a thumb. Oh my goodness! Uh, is it a bed? It's a glove. Oh my goodness! So here's That's some good. of the riddles from the movie that I was telling you about. So there was the Batman show, and then they yeah. made the Batman movie, okay. which was basically just like seven episodes put in one. Okay, it is a fun time though. Don't get yeah. me wrong. What has yellow skin and rights? I'm just gonna want you to know you're not gonna get this. Uh, yellow skin. A ballpoint banana. What? <laughs> in rights? What people, oh! What people are always in a hurry? Uh, cars. So, in the movie, Robin's going like, or no, Batman does this. They're like, what people are always in a hurry? And he goes, 
Russian, rushing people, rushing Russians, and the answer is Russians, and that gave him a clue to like who was behind something. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, um, and then so the way they figured out. So then the next thing was Robin went, I've got it. Someone Russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck. And the Batman was like, yep, that's 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 it. Uh, obviously. <laughs> it's, you cracked the it's case. Pla- it's played serious and it's so funny. I think if if uh, if it weren't, oh my goodness, Matt Reeves. If it weren't Matt Reeves who made the new Batman, if they tried to make like a like a modern Riddler, he'd be like a hacker who like, <laughs> you have to like de-encrypt oh his riddles. Oh my God, that would suck. <laughs> that would be the worst That'd be awful. One of my least favorite tropes. We've got to go to PSA real quick in a minute. But uh, um, one of my least favorite tropes in media was when, like, someone's there and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a hacker. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Jura- that happens in Jurassic Park, and I rolled my eyes when I was watching it. The oh, girl's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm a hacker. And then she hacks, and I'm like, wasn't no, that, she, no, she did. Wasn't that in the original Jurassic Park? Yeah. Like the 1992, whatever uh, it was. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'm a hacker. I mean, you think she knows C plus plus? C plus plus say hello world. I don't think so because I think C plus plus was made after. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna sound really silly if that's wrong. I guess we'll find out right after this quick PSA break. You're listening to Compact Discourse. We're gonna talk to you more about hackers, more about movies. Maybe, probably not about Lord of the Rings, but maybe more about Batman because we might have more to say. Who knows? There's always no telling on Compact Discourse is what I was trying to say there. But we'll be right back here in about two minutes for some more whimsical fun maybe some more batman riddles Welcome back into Compact Discourse. Cameron and I have movies on the mind. Davis and I have movies on the mind. That could be a, you know, what's that song? <laughs> movies on my mind. I got movies on my mind. <laughs> There's so many songs with something, something on my mind. In the Two. back of my mind. Movies in the back of my mind. In it's the, just the same which movie. In the movie. film, in the theater of my mind. Okay. Movies. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to you on that. We'll get Weird Al we'll on it. Weird Al will get on it. Um, first of all, the Spider-Verse trailer came out. I won't go over a lot of it because you won't want I don't want spoilers. Spoiled. I was just going to mention the Doctor Strange thing, which you saw on Twitter. Yep. Which was in the trailer. I got spoiled like on Twitter. It was a really big... I went on Twitter and all I got was spoiled. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, did you see about Twitter that if you go on the web browser, yes. there's a doge? It's instead. so late epic. I would. I thought like so like it's not on my like my app on my phone which I'm usually on. So I was like, oh, I guess it just didn't work because I yeah. saw people talking. I was like, oh, I guess it's just not real. And then like I was in class and I loaded up something on Twitter and it was there and I like I like felt like a punch to the guy. I'm like, oh, what? I think it was supposed to be an April Fool's it joke, is. but they couldn't like find the line of code because they fired everyone that knew the code. So they probably like couldn't find the line of code that had the PNG. So they like it took them a while to actually get it implemented. Could you not like command F that? It like how, search. That's not how this game works. Look, I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, ex, I'm an expert. In I C++, feel like plus, I feel so. like all the like source code for Twitter is like on a laptop in a random closet. They're like, do not <laughs> unplug this laptop. <laughs> is that? I think that's true. What? I think I saw something about that. I think that might not have been Twitter, but something else. I was like, yeah, my company was running off of a laptop. If we unplugged it. It would die. <laughs> Probably. That's a lot of companies. Yeah. I think it might. 
I don't know where I saw that. Uh, I don't. I might do. I might have dreamed that. I've been having differentiating. I've been having trouble telling if things are dreams or reality recently. Hmm. Who's to say? I had a dream the other night. I was wearing a shirt. I had a dream okay. last night. I was wearing like an MLK shirt. Yeah. But it was like kind of hype beast. He was like he had a dream. <laughs> it was a cool shirt. Dreaming. <laughs> he stayed there point dreaming. He had a dream. Dreamville. Uh, <laughs> MLK would have been on Dreamville. Is what J Cole said. Just ridiculous. Saying. Absolutely nonsense. It's just because the word dream was in it. He said that. Um, besides Spider-Verse, though, later this year. Also, I saw D&D recently. It was fine. It's fun for a one-time watch. It was... Okay. I, I laughed. Okay. I didn't cry. Okay. But I laughed. It was fun. Like, the characters were fun. Cool. I give it that. Um, there's an owlbear in it, if you like D&D. Um, I have a... Before we get to this... Oh, my the, goodness. Oppenheimer. <laughs> sorry. Oppenheimer Barbie thing, which we're going to do. How many of our parents do you think were part, or how many of our grandparents do you think were part of the satanic scare, whatever it's called? You know what I'm talking Ooh, about? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm kind of curious to wonder. I don't know because my parents didn't play D&D. But, like, even then, like, do you think, like, your grandparents will, like, go into, like, town hall meetings and be like, D&D's evil? Um, I think my, my uncle might have played D&D. Maybe. My I, mom might know. Mom, did Carrie or Thomas play D&D by chance? My dad might have. I don't know. I don't know. My grandpa wasn't like really religious. Yeah. On my yeah, mom's I, side. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like that could go either way. We'll we'll figure it out. My mom might my mom might shed some light Who's on this if she knew anybody that was scared of D and D, or if she played maybe she played D and D. She uh yeah. Uh, also, Oppenheimer and Barbie coming out July twenty first. Yippee! Both on the same day. Yeah. Double feature. Could be. Could be. Or you could just see one and then go to lunch, see another. That's what I want to do. I think yeah. we should do that instead yeah, of watching them back-to-back. I was just saying he's going to watch them back-to-back. If we watch it back-to-back, we don't have to pay for the second ticket. Oh. We can just sneak back in. What? How are we going to sneak back? That's not so how the just game opens. works. Alex is going to see him back-to-back. He can just open the exit for us. Well, but see, the problem is he's going to be seeing Oppenheimer while, we are watch- while we're eating lunch. Oh. We're going to miss... The window. I'll, I'll I'll cut a hole in the wall or something. Okay, that'll we'll, work. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. Um, so you had a little idea of a break. Yeah. So like every like like we said, unless you're crazy and you're gonna see them back to back like Alex, most people I, I are gonna have, have to have choose. No <laughs> you're gonna have to choose. Are you gonna see Oppenheimer? Or are you gonna see Barbie on that fateful day? Mm-hmm. So we we decided to do a little game where you're gonna prompt a celebrity and we have to decide if they're gonna see Oppenheimer or Barbie. Christian Bale. Christian Bale is gonna see Oppenheimer. Yeah, that was an easy one. That was an easy one for Play you. Play up, Chris Pine. Chris Pine's gonna see Barbie. Okay, definitely. Tom Hanks. Okay, wait, is he the one who did Santa Claus? Tom Hanks. Who's that's Forrest Gump? Okay, but who's the guy who did Santa Claus? You're thinking of uh, Tim Allen. I'm thinking of Tim Allen. He's seeing either. He's going to be talking about how it's woke or something. That's what, That's I was what he thinking. does. Yeah, no. Tom you know, Tim H- Allen got arrested in the '80s for uh, trafficking drugs. Okay. Well, did you know? That's just a narrative. I'm just telling you a fun fact about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, a narrative. I, that. I don't know. Tom Hanks is going to go see. He's going to see Oppenheimer. He's old. Oh, my mom has something about D and D. Okay. She said, her sister, my aunt Lori, did. She said. I hated the game. wasn't thing with boys. I was scared. <laughs> I hated yeah. that game. Lori would make me play. It's it's fun. I haven't played it, but uh, let me think of another celebrity. If you have any celebrities, call in three three four eight four four Weagle W G L. Mom, if you have any celebrities, name them. Uh, Cindy Lauper. 
Okay, Sydney Lauper would see Barbie. Easy. Like, very naturally. Yeah. How about mm, president, former president Donald Trump? Former president Donald He's going to be in jail, so it doesn't matter. He's going to see Barbie. <laughs> I would definitely think. He'd see Barbie and he'd be like, Margaret Robbie's wig was atrocious. <laughs> he would say that. He would tweet something like, Ken's outfits in this were horrid. He's going to see, like, Ken's outfit. Like, he. I want to see his live feed. I would go. I would go see. Have it you ever him. seen he his review of the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight? No. <laughs> he like does like a. He's sitting in Trump Tower. He's like, this movie was great. The cinematography was wonderful. They used Trump Tower. I recommend go see this. <laughs> and yeah. I saw a tweet about it. it's like imagine an alternate universe. He's stuck with like movie reviews instead of being president. We might have a different be, opinion on him. That'd be. Imagine if he saw like, what's a movie recently? The Menu. I would yeah. not go to this restaurant personally. The food looks kind of tacky. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a nice Trump steak. Yeah. Something like that. That'd be funny. It would be funny. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is seeing Oppenheimer. You think? Oh, I, I don't know. I see Barbie. I feel like- Jill would make him see Barbie. Jill, Jill would want to see Barbie, but he'd be like- Come on, Jack. It's our nation's history, sonny boy. Or something. I don't know. Do you Mr. Think- Fableman. He's going to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> Easy. He's going to be like- Sammy, when they made the bomb. So you take the proton and you collide it. (laughs) Sammy, you can't see Barbie and Oppenheimer back to back. You're going to get way too tired. This is. Oh, we're getting a call. Oh my goodness, we're actually getting a call. Hold on. We're getting a call. Hopefully, someone prompting us with a celebrity to. Oh, it's just Alex. Uh, You can hang up. I wonder what Alex has to say. I think Alex is about to prompt us with a celebrity that we have to deliberate on if they're going to see. Alex. Oh, no, he's being difficult. He is being difficult. Alex, for those of you who don't know who Alex is, he's a co-host with Davis on Through the Lens. Their movie podcast where they will eventually... Ooh, I don't know if they're going to talk about this movie because they're about to graduate. For those of you who didn't know, Davis is about to graduate. This might be his last show ever today. He's spending a lot of time talking to Alex. He's, he's being difficult. Oh, um, I'll on, stay on Alex. the phone with him while I'm talking to you. He said... For, he's so creative he was. He said... This is like such an October joke. Yeah. He said, what would Brian Harson see? <laughs> what? He said that? Yes. Uh, Brian Harson would see Oppenheimer. Yeah, easy. He'd be like, I don't even want to say. Bruce would also see Oppenheimer. Yeah, I think every Auburn football coach, every Auburn coach would see Oppenheimer. Yep. Alex, I'm going to hang up on you unless you have more. Okay. Well, we- glad we got that one settled. Good joke, Alex. <laughs> I didn't let him finish this. So <laughs> I on him. He went, he went. Oh, Brian Harsh and I went, do you have any more? He went, oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, my goodness. Why did he call in? <laughs> he wanted to, he was being difficult by saying, I think seeing Oppenheimer and Barbie back-to-back is a totally normal thing. I mean, mate, you're going to get so tired, though. They're very, what, movies are so long these days. Like, I would see both of them maybe in the same day. Like, if I'm going with some friends. They do have a food court at the movie theater, though. Do you think they actually, we could get, like, a hot dog at the cinema but Oppenheimer's three hours long. Oh, I feel like I'd want to go like maybe sit down somewhere, rest a little bit, and then yeah. later that day go see Barbie. I want to see. Which Barbie one would first. you see? Which one are we seeing first? Oh goodness, I want to see Barbie first. But the question is, do we want to start fun and then get depressed, or like, oh uh, yeah, get depressed and then like we I go see like Barbie, it, have it, fun, and then we go it's hang be out? Depressing, anyways. Hmm. Oh, it might be. Who knows? But see, the thing is, I feel like if we see Barbie. It's going to be more fun to make jokes about Barbie and the Oppenheimer movie. No, but I actually, like, want to watch the Oppenheimer movie. What? So do I. What? But, like, I don't want to be making jokes about Barbie while I'm in Oppenheimer. Whatever. It's going to be black and white anyway, so. You have to go black and white <laughs> yeah. together. Hmm. It's not actually. Who's to say? 
I guess we'll we'll deliberate on the day of July twenty first. Oh my goodness, Ugh, July twenty first. Um, yeah, Mario movie's coming out today. I think. What? So's Air. It's Wednesday, April fifth. Why oh. would what? It's not even April fifth. Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you you tricked me first. I was like, oh my goodness, it isn't. And I looked, and it definitely is. And Air is coming out today, which is going to be what I was saying, the Ultimate Dad movie. Twenty years from now, I'm going to be like walking in the living room. Air is going to be on. Like my kids going to be flipping through the channels. Like wait, it's Air. I'm going <laughs> to like stand there, just beside the couch for like thirty minutes watching just random scenes from this. It's like Moneyball. That Moneyball. Ford Ferrari. Fer- yeah. Ultimate Ultimate Dad movie. Ford Ferrari. Black Hawk Down. My dad knows the guy from Blackhawk, like the person who it actually happened to. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Shawshank Redemption might be one of those as well. That's a good one. Yeah. Green Mile, it's another one. I've never seen that, but yeah. Any like Frank Darabont movie, I feel is a dad movie. Yeah. But yeah. All right. With that, I want to thank you all very much for listening to Compact Discourse. <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weekly 91.1 FM. However you join us here today, whether that be from your radio antenna from weeklyfm.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to thank you and remind you all that our previous episodes are available on our podcast absolutely free wherever you get them. So just search up the Compact Discourse on your podcast player and look for that CD logo. You can follow us on Twitter at cdisc underscore you for link to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show and join the conversation for with Weagles and Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. Also follow the station on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. No longer, but we can where you. And with that, from Davis and Mr. Dr. Casper Zach Cameron himself, this has been another exciting episode of Combat Discourse. We wish you a great rest of your Wednesday, and we'll talk to you next Monday. This is Davis signing off.